Welcome to Uncle Bob's Magic Cabinet, a mother-daughter podcast about all things magic and mythology and pop culture. And we're on. Hey, everyone. I'm Liam, the daughter. Hey, I'm Lauren, the mom. What's going on? What's happening? Welcome to Witch Whisper. Witch Whisper. Hey, it's my turn. It is. It is. And you know how we took a break? Yes. Last week. Right. You know, little R&R. Well, I fucking stepped in it this week. Did you? Yeah. I had a really complicated one. Oh, no. Okay, but we're, it's going to be fun. It's super interesting, but this is like, this is a you lesson. Really? Yeah. Like, this is Ooh. something that you would have been like, oh, my God. Oh, my god. Because there's a lot of dates and history and oh, my God. So, how did this happen? Exactly. What the fuck? I know. I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so, bear with me. There's mm-hmm. a lot of words I'm definitely going to mispronounce okay and there's a lot of dates and shit so all right are you ready for like a complicated history lesson with lee i'm strapped in (laughs) all right yeah my topic was double double toil and trouble not the mary kate and ashley movie oh however i just wanted to know because of that movie and Mm -hmm. just you know the phrase like where did that come from yeah where did it had to come from somewhere and boy did it fucking come from somewhere Interesting, Liam. Yes, it took me on a roller coaster ride that starts with William Shakespeare. Willie himself. (laughs) Willie, big (laughs) Willie style. Uh, Fun fact I was once William Shakespeare in a wax museum thing in like elementary school. Remember? Yeah, you got to pick whoever you wanted to be, right? Well, I either wanted to be Willie or John Lennon. Right. And my teacher made me be Willie. Uh, But I drew, you know, a curly mustache on myself. I was living my best life. So. Re- it was I, adorable. I know we have pictures. Yeah, I was really into William Shakespeare when I was little. It's yes, pretty cute. You are. Pretty cute. But there are a few stories that I know like nothing about, right? Yeah, right. And one of them is Macbeth. Yes. And that is where we're where we're going today. Oh, really? Yep, we're going Macbeth and the Three Witches. Are you ready? I am so ready. All right. So the Three Witches, also known as the Weird Sisters or the Wayward Sisters. Okay. No, not supernatural. What are you going to break on into song? All right, so the three witches, also known as the Weird Sisters Mm -hmm. or the Wayward Sisters or Witches. All right, they got a lot of names. They are mostly known as characters from the infamous play Macbeth. Nice. Written by Willie Shakespeare. (laughs) Willie. And why did you say it like that? Willie. Free Willie. (laughs) You thatch roofs, Willie. Uh, He's an English play writer and poet who is now known as like one of the greatest writers of all time. All right. So Macbeth was believed to have first been performed in 1606. We're going way back. We're going way back there. Here's a brief rundown. A Scottish general named Macbeth runs into three witches one day on the moorland. The moorland. These witches are prophets and they tell Macbeth that he is going to become the king. Of Scotland before they vanish completely. Hmm. Are they like the Stygian witches? <laughs> Very similar, Ooh, okay, Lord. Yes, okay. we're connecting dots. All I love right. it. All right. After that, Macbeth becomes power hungry mm-hmm. and paranoid. Okay. Macbeth goes on a killing rampage to obtain said power. A civil war erupts and Macbeth is taken out. 
Okay. Wow. I read all of this. That okay. Is, Again, I, here's know, the cliff notes. Here's the cliff notes. <laughs> Apparently it's, you know, Shakespeare's plays are always fucking 19 hours I know, long, right? right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is cliff notes. Um, the bigger conversations of the story, of course, being about the corruption of power, the influence of supernatural forces and good versus evil, mm-hmm. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. All right. The three witches are a big part of this story. All right. Okay. I'm so interested. Very similar to the three fates Uh. in Greek mythology. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Welcome to the chat. (laughs) But could have also been influenced by Norse mythology. Okay. Okay. But it is believed that Shakespeare actually took direct inspiration from a book called Hollinshed's Chronicles. Hmm. All right. There were three volumes, England, Scotland, Ireland. Okay. Published in the late 1500s, originally by Raphael Hollinshed. And from my understanding, it's a really like creative and collaborative look at British history with like many different voices and stories, writing styles, viewpoints. It seems very interesting. All right. So a lot of writers and playwrights used this book as a source on history for their own work. Okay. All right. So it's like a big inspiration. Uh Uh-huh. Shakespeare in particular used the story of Macbeth, the three witches, and other characters from the Chronicles in his own version. Nice. So he totally made them his own and changed them, of course. Okay. So in Hollinshed's Chronicles, the witches are actually described as fairies and creatures Mm. of the Elderwood and goddesses of destiny. Oh, I love that. Isn't that pretty? Mm-hmm. Creatures of the Elderwood. That sounds like I you. Like that. <laughs> I love that. Uh, they are very beautiful, nymph-like, youthful, knowledgeable, all right, all things mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. But Shakespeare made them more dark and ugly to fit the tone of Macbeth. Oh, Shakespeare. Why? <sighs> Come on, Shaky Spear. Uh, yeah, they're more like hag-like, mm-hmm, all right? Mm-hmm. So instead of knowledgeable goddesses, Shakespeare depicted them as like rebellious tricksters, mean-spirited. Crones. Yes, exactly. They represented evil and temptation and are seen as distinctly different from humans. Oh. Okay. Okay. This was most likely because anti-witchcraft propaganda was spreading during his time, the early 1600s. Ooh. All right, are Mm -hmm. you ready for the complicated history portion? Because that wasn't it. That wasn't it? That was not it. (laughs) I'm sweating over here. I told you, I fucking stepped in it, okay? Because I was like, I could have stopped there, but it wouldn't have been the whole fucking story. Uh uh All right, so now we're going King James VI. All right. In the North Berwick Witch Trials. All right, which I didn't know any of this. So this was a history lesson for Lee. And now I'm going to share it with you. Oh, nice. All right. King James VI became king of Scotland in 1567 and then king of England until 1625. And we're not going to get into all of that. What? Or what? She's looking at me like, do you want me to explain it? Because I will. If you didn't know, she loves this shit. Okay. Um, I'm going to refer to him simply as King James from here on out. Okay. All right. I'm dropping the six. King Jimmy. <laughs> King Jimmy style. Oh, okay. He is most known for commissioning the King James Bible. All right. Okay. Published in 1611. Mm-hmm. But... He had some sort of weird and cruel obsession with, like, witches and witchcraft. Mm. All right, so now picture it. It's 1589. I'm picturing 1589. <laughs> Can you go there? I'm right. going there. King James was visiting Denmark with his bride. I'm there. During this trip at sea, horrible storms hit and almost take his ship out. Mm, I'm not there. <laughs> Ooh, I'm not there. <laughs> Big fucking bummer. 
he becomes convinced that witches from North Berwick, Scotland, summon the storms because they wanted to assassinate him. Remember, he had a thing with witches. Okay, yes. And apparently there was already talk of witchcraft in this specific town, so it was on his radar. Oh. All right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So around 70 people were accused and rounded up. Wow. Many confessed to performing spells and rituals to cause the storms after long periods of torture. Of course. This was the first big persecution of witches in Scotland and was obviously politically motivated. Hmm. Uh, The string of persecutions ended in 1597 when King James published the Demonology Book in Scotland. Really? Mm -hmm. A big book on witchcraft lore. Oh, my. Oh, boy. You see where I'm going with this? I see where you're going. (laughs) Buckle up. The demonology was intended, and I hope I'm saying that right, it was intended to prove the existence of witchcraft and instruct you on the proper punishment for said practices. Oh, what to dole out, huh? Exactly. Uh, Contains sections on necromancy, spells, sorcery, spirits, rituals, etc. Whole ball of wax. Whole ball of wax. So details from the North Berwick witch trials, all right, were Mm -hmm. used as evidence in this book. Like the spells that the witches admitted to performing under uh, duress. All right, he torture. used this as you okay. know proof. Okay. So this book was really influential and informed people's views and images of witches, witchcraft, and of course women. Of course. Also, keep in mind that this kind of shit most likely bled into his version of the Bible. Oh, of course. All right, yes. so we're gonna come full circle. Full All right? circle. I took you on a ride. How do you, you feel? I, I'm dizzy. I'm dizzy. Did I don't, you know any of that? I don't think it was a roller coaster. I think I was on like, I don't know, one of those. <laughs> a topsy-turvy a ride? A topsy-turvy ride, yes. Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to bring it around. I did not know any of this. Exactly. All right. So William Shakespeare was familiar with the demonology book oh. and used bits and pieces in Macbeth, specifically with the three witches. Hmm. Had himself a copy, did he? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so he was influenced by those two books. Okay. So that's how we saw it go from like positive, which is uh, nymph-like and then dark. Uh-huh. And then that, that played out in Macbeth. Interesting. All right. So similarities between his Macbeth and the demonology book, um, vanishing, raising of storms, chanting, potion making, specific spells in the presence of familiars. Interesting. That's very cool. Yep. All right. Remember my original question. Where? I know. I'm like, what? <laughs> I thought we were talking about, I don't know. Oh, bitch, we are. Okay. Right. Okay. My original question was where did Double Double Toil and Trouble come from? Yeah, I almost forgot. <laughs> we have been led to the witches song or the song of the witches from Macbeth. Okay. All right. It is a song slash chant slash rhyme slash spell. Okay. Written that way specifically to feel mesmerizing and surreal. The three witches are lurking around a bubbling cauldron, cooking up an enchantment for Macbeth. (laughs) What? Cooking up a beauty bar. A beauty bar. Uh, They say, double, double, toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble, eye of newt and toe of frog, wool of bat and tongue of dog. By the pricking of my thumbs, something wicked Wicked this this way comes. comes. I was like, mind blown. I was like, what the fuck? Like, Mm -hmm. I didn't know that this came from Macbeth. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I didn't know it came from Macbeth. Yeah, so it's crazy. So the idea is that a lot of what he was influenced, you know, Mm -hmm. from the demonology book bled into that spell and like 
you know, yeah, specific everything he was saying. Mm-hmm. Isn't that interesting? That's very interesting. There's like a thick history behind yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Right? Yeah, that's so interesting. I did not know that. You're never going to hear it the same. Really? Yeah. Now, every time, you know, spooky season comes around and you hear double, oh double my. toil and trouble, you're going to be like, bitch, I know the entire fucking history that, of yes, that. It has so much more meaning. Yeah. No one asked, but. But here it is. <laughs> but here now it is. you know. Here are some fun and random facts. Okay. Double, double, toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble is one of Shakespeare's most quoted lines. Is it really? Period. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the demonology is the only witchcraft book in history written by a monarch. I can see myself winning some pub trivia points there. Yeah, right. That's a golden. That's a golden fact I just gave Maybe you. Maybe a free appetizer will be <laughs> in my future. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, other mentions of the three witches throughout pop culture: Dracula, uh, Throne of Blood, which okay. is a 1950s Japanese film. All right. Doctor Who. Ooh. Harry Potter, the song. Yes. Yes. Uh, and The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. It's, um, it's, yes. It's a big thing in there. Right. <laughs> so we have connected so many fucking dots there today. There we go. A lot of pop culture, you know, right. smatterings there. I did not know literally any of this. So I found this really interesting. Watch. So, so interesting. many people out there are probably like, like yeah, Lee. you know that? Yeah, Lee, we know. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Jake didn't know either. And neither did Lore. No, I didn't. No. So. That is my little history lesson for you today. And that is where Double Double Toil and Trouble comes from. I love that. I feel so smart right now. Right? Yes. I kind of feel like elite. Like I just access <laughs> some kind of like upper level. I'm like, yeah. Meanwhile, people will be like, uh, I know shit now. That's old news. I know. That's common knowledge, Lee. And I'm like, damn, I feel fucking smart. <laughs> oh, that was so interesting. I thought it was. Yes. That was a fun one. Oh, that was a lot of research, man. It sure was. Yes. Hours. My mind was like blown. For a 15 minute blurb. Hey, but I enjoyed it because like I did not know about this. This is, you know, some history that is definitely important, especially in the witchcraft, you know, come on now. So I got schooled. I got schooled, man. Yes. All right. All right. Well, that was a great witch whisper. Thank you for sharing and check us out Friday for a full length episode. Yes, please. TTFN. Cut, print, check the gate. Moving on.